1: No purchase necessary. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: And welcome back, everybody. This is the, uh, the Friday night three pack or six pack or whatever <laughs> you want to call it. We're in the second half of the show. And and, and uh, that was so fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, R- Robert Golden, I mean, he's so ambitious and he's so he's so optimistic and so positive and And, and uh, the stuff he's doing with, with his Golden Academy, I, I just I just can't wait to see how it turns out. And, and I hope for the best for him. Um uh and you did a great job, today with, with the with the interview. That was uh fantastic. I can tell you're a pro. You're you're a uh, pro. That was my, that was my first player interview. I know you yeah. asked me to to make sure
3: I was here too. I was gonna let you have it all by yourself, but uh oh, no, Tony, uh, you you're you're doing fine. You did great. Um yeah, I'm just I, glad I to hang out with you. I haven't done a show with you for a very long time.
2: It's it's been so long, it's been so long, and uh and 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 w- w- what are your thoughts on on since we, we mentioned Ben and, and, and the uh the, the new contract and I read your article today I actually uh, linked it to the one I wrote I, I read it like three times I still don't understand what they did but you explained it really well uh, Oh okay he, he, Yeah they they um he he took a five million dollar pay cut but they mm-hmm. saved fifteen million dollars so I guess uh it's going to be prorated over voided years um, Yeah. To me, I think that, I don't know what you think, but I think that was like the best possible outcome for, 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 I think it's, you know, they weren't going to save much more money if he would have retired, what 5 million more. So I think you have, I think your best option, a quarterback for 2021, the best realistic option and you save $15 million. So I think it was, I think it was a good deal.
3: Uh, yeah, I do too. If you want me to, I'll kind of just outline the numbers just to tick because, okay. and what's funny is I figured all this out before it got reported. Well, I mean, there was reports that the Steelers saved $15 million and he took a $5 million pay cut. And I'm like, these numbers don't add up if people were <laughs> saying that it's only for one more year. I'm like, there's got to be more years. And then another report said that there are void years on the contract. So I started doing the math to figure out how to get there. By the time I finished writing the article, um, they there, there was more reports out of exactly what it was. And what do you know? It was the numbers I figured up. I p- popped it in there outwent the article. So, void years are basically fake years where they don't even give a player a a base salary. They're just only there to spread out the salary cap hit even more. Because what when you when you look at the signing bonus, it's always the signing bonus. And I, I hope I hope I don't lose you either because. I don't know if the winds really picked up here, but my lights have gone on and off a couple of times. I don't know Ooh, if okay. you noticed. So if I'm just gone, that's not me leaving you on purpose, Tony. It's all right. Um, it's but, right. But but what they do is they for when you when a player gets a signing bonus, it's split up over the course of the player's contract, right. up to five years for however many years they have. Some people don't realize that up to five years thing because if you sign an eight-year contract, your signing bonus to start only goes through the first five. And that's just the way contracts are done in the NFL. So by adding on these extra void years, you always took that that um that signing bonus and you divided it by the number of years left. Mm-hmm. And that's how much it was e- each year. You're like, well, why'd they have to add four void years? Well, if they only added one, then half of that would have been in 2021 and the other half would be 2022. Then by you know, going to, you know, to have it be three years. It, contract, four-year contract, five-year contract. I went through all that to figure it out. And I have another article coming out tomorrow to say, yeah, if Ben only plays this year, the Steelers have $10.34 million that's going to be dead money next year. That's not that bad when you compare it to some of the other big name quarterbacks whenever they've left their team. So the numbers were very interesting. Tony, I, I was shocked. That Ben Roethlisberger is going to be playing in 2021 for only less than four million dollars above what his salary cap hit was going to be anyway, in just in dead money.
2: Yeah, that's crazy
3: to me. So, yeah. mean, do you want to play pay 22 and a quarter million dollars and not have Ben Roethlisberger and have that much count, or do you want to have it count that little bit more and have Ben on your team? I, I think you're right there.
2: Yeah, I mean, you you have you you know you still want to compete in twenty twenty one and 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 you know I think I think with a lot of these things that you're talking about free agency with Juju and James Conner and Bud Dupree like we knew last year that that these guys were all likely going to going to be gone so uh, you you know they they have a great receiver room still even though Juju's likely gone Uh, I think Alex Highsmith is going to be a a decent. A player eventually, uh, alongside uh, T.J. Watt, he's gonna, certainly going to get the opportunity to, uh, with with Watt getting double teamed all the time, he's going to get the opportunity to, to uh, show what he has. And James, you know, we you know, they're probably going to upgrade at the running back position either in free agency or, or the draft. So you're still going to have a really good team next year. And I think you, you know, if you just decide to move on from Ben, uh, I think you're short, you're short you're short changing uh, your team if you're the Steelers, if you're Mike Tomlin or Kevin Colbert or, or, or Art second mm-hmm. So I, th- I think it's just a matter of of uh, uh, finding the right uh, parts uh, uh, around Ben and, and rebuilding that offensive line. And I think they have a few young guys in place. And, you know, it's just a matter of you know, do they address it in the draft? Do they address it in free agency? And now they have some freed up money to do that. So, you know, I think, you know, I, the reason why – I, I know I read a lot of smart-alecky articles about people with <laughs> wanting Big Ben to retire. But that's because I just can't believe it. I just can't believe – I realize he's at the end of the rope at the end of the line. He only has maybe a year or two left. Uh, But, you know, I just, I've never seen a, a franchise quarterback, you know, play his full career and, you know, with the Steelers. So it it never occurred to me that anybody would want to see him go, you know, especially after a year where he had 33 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. And I realized he struggled a bit down the stretch, but they all struggled. The whole offense struggled starting with the line and the receivers and, like like Robert Golden mentioned with with, with the drops and everything, the, yeah. You know, so you know, I, I think it's gonna be it's inter- it's gonna be exciting to see what happens with 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 him coming off of a year where he doesn't have to rehab his elbow uh, after major surgery. It's just a normal offseason for him, as normal as you can get nowadays. And 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 I think it, it's gonna be uh, a decent year for the next shot. Are they gonna win a Super Bowl? I don't know, but I think they're gonna compete. They're gonna compete at least for a division title. And I think people should be excited about that. If Ben would have left, I mean, I think you're looking at maybe six, seven, eight wins. I think with him here, maybe you 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 repeat the same kind of record you had last year. You just never know. It, it's it's yeah. it's 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 early. So, well, I, I have
3: a question for you, Tony. Okay, okay. put yourself. You are Ben Roethlisberger, and t- too many fans. I don't I don't think do this. Put yourself in Ben Roethlisberger's shoes. He he missed all of 2019. He fought to come back. They had this amazing winning streak to start. Things kind of fell off at the end. The the Steelers chose to move on from both the offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, which kind of tells you that maybe you get some indication of where they think things were lying and maybe where there were some problems. But you also came back for a season that ended the way it did. And 2020 was just weird. I mean, you had all the COVID protocols. They're still going to have the similar protocols, but you're playing in front of empty stadiums. Is that how you want to go out after all these years playing with the Steelers? Or do you you understand why he feels, hey, if the the arm's going to hold up, I will do everything I can and pour all I can into one more season. Do you do that? I mean, is that the same choice you're making as Ben Roethlisberger?
2: absolutely absolutely i would i wouldn't want to go out that way i wouldn't want to go out uh after a season like 2020 even even if 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 they would have won the super bowl i'd want to go out and more of a normal season with with fans in the stands and people cheering you on and just a more traditional kind of year and like you said last year was so fluky so weird uh it just i I don't know I, i can understand kind of now like i was you know Kind of poo pooing the, uh, the, the 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 sort of lost by because they had to have it so early mm-hmm. thanks to the Titans, but then when you hear Tony Romo and those guys talking about how it benefited the Buccaneers to have their buy so late, now I, I kind of see why maybe they they kind of fizzled out a bit at the end, uh, but but you, you give them a more traditional year, a, a more traditional offseason, uh, and 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 you give him you know h- him a normal offseason. I think I think. Uh, he's going to be better for it and they're going to be better for it as an organization. I don't think you want to, you want to just walk away. I don't think you're ready to walk away from Ben just yet. If you're the Steelers, I think maybe, yeah, you're ready to ask him to make a sacrifice for the team, but to ask him just to walk away. I think that would have been a big mistake. I think their defense is too good for them not to have a good quarterback at the helm.
3: Well, I also think, cause you said, you kind of brought this up that I think it would be too much to fix if you're also saying let's fix the quarterback too. And you're like, right. well, you could have a stopgap quarterback. Well, Ben Roethlisberger your you're stopping at that gap right. quarterback right. right now, you know? Right. So do you really want to have to fix the, fix the offensive line and fix the running back and fix all these aspects of the running game? Now, granted, one of those fixes could be a young running quarterback,
2: right. but
3: I don't know the, it's not like the Steelers had it right there and ready. I I like the notion of let's if the Steelers are going to do whatever they can to get another, you know, get the next guy. You know, I'm not, you know, I don't know that anyone's convinced that the next guy is on the team. There's possibilities, right. you know, maybe Mason Rudolph explodes. Maybe the Dwayne Haskins um experiment is it is exactly what he needs to right. be in Pittsburgh. You'd never know. I mean, I don't think the Steelers are banking on it. It's just really yeah. good if it happens. Right. So why not fix these other things and really try to focus on those to make sure that when your next quarterback does come in, that they're coming into a better situation. Because a quarterback coming in to a situation with no running game, that's too much to put on a quarterback. And if you're going to have to do it, it might as well be with a guy that's played as many years as Ben Roethlisberger.
2: Absolutely. And we, and Ben's a great example of that. He came into a, his rookie year. He had a great defense. He had a great offensive line. He had a great running back. He had Hines Ward. He had, he had a great, uh, a Super Bowl team already there. He was just a missing piece. So as you said, if you, if you fix all these things now with him here, if you fix the line, if you, if you fix the running game, you know, if Matt Cannon is the real deal as a coordinator, then when Ben does retire and you decide, decide to bring in another quarterback, maybe it's a free agent, but more likely it's going to be a first round draft choice. Well, you, 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 you bring them in and, 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 and you throw them in right away, or maybe it's Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph or somebody Mm -hmm. like that. You bring them in, you put them in, and and they have a really good team around them rather than trying to fix everything all at once. Once Ben, you know, like, like, you know, fix the quarterback situation, fix the line, fix the running game. Uh, So I I think this is good. I think they can, they can make their team better this year. And, and once Ben does go, then it's just a matter of finding the right guy as the quarterback and hopefully and and hoping that he, he is, he, he, he's the real deal for them. Yeah. So you want to take some questions, a few questions? Hey,
3: it's your show. I feel like I've already taken over too much. (laughs) All right. Well, it's, it's what you want to do, Tony.
2: Well, we'll take a few, a few comments and questions. Then we'll, uh, we'll say good night for the weekend or at least for tonight. Anyway, let's see what we have here. Uh, we've got one from, from AJ Gavin, who's a regular. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble with this tonight. Wow. I don't yeah, know. Maybe I think you're double computer.
3: clicking them. I think you're bringing it up and then they're disappearing.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, there it is. Yeah, also a- Ben retires after 2021 and the new QB takes over mid season 2022. Well, that would be, that'd be yeah. great. That's like, uh, basically what happened with Ben, although it wasn't, it wasn't in week two, but yeah. I think that was, the, that was the the, the plan with Ben. It was him. He was going to play behind Tommy Maddox for a year and well, then they were going to play. Tommy Maddox. Never, right? Yeah. That was the number three. Yeah. Well, yeah. Charlie Batch was number two and he was, he happened to be injured that yeah. that Baltimore game and Ben, Ben went in and he never looked back. So never yeah, you know, it, it was, uh, you know, so I think I, 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 kind of agree. And I've been saying this for a couple of years now. I don't think their next Ben is on, on the uh, roster. I think it's, he's still in college. Hopefully he's in college not in kindergarten, <laughs> you know? So when they, when they, when they draft a new guy, uh, he, they can develop, but you know, hopefully, since the Steelers are the Steelers and and they're not overreactionary like a lot of teams, they're going to bring a new guy in. They're going to put him in, and they're going they're going to let him play out his five year deal before deciding whether or not he's the real deal or not. Mm-hmm. I, I just it just drives me crazy that so many teams move on quickly from quarterbacks because I think it's the one position where they don't necessarily get the, the the chance to develop like the other like another position. Like like look at Vince Williams, he came in. He was thrown in his rookie year because they had so many injuries at inside linebacker and he struggled a bit by the end of the year, Troy Polamalov basically was playing inside linebacker, but mm-hmm. he, he learned from it. He, he gained experience from it. And now look at him. I mean, he might, he might get, he might be a cap casualty, but he's had a great career as a Steeler. So I think sometimes you just have to let these, these uh, quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks develop and not react after a year and get rid of them. And I, I, that just drives me nuts. That's, I, I, that's just me, but like Sam Darnold, yeah. I think, you know, there's a guy that if I'm the Jets, I'm not looking to trade him. I'm looking to continue to see what I have in him for another, what, two years? So, yeah. He, looking, looking there, that there, class. There, was yeah. it like Josh Rosen or something? Yeah, Josh Rosen, who, yeah, I mean, on, he got passed all over yeah, the place. Yeah, he got passed all over the place. And now he, his career's shot, basically. Yeah. And here's one from Chad Lansman from Facebook. And he says, We trade for Sam from the Jets. So there you go, right on cue. Yep. But I don't think, if, I, I, if I'm the Jets, I wouldn't do that. I, I, you know, you've already invested a high draft pick in him. I think it's up to it, it's you owe it to him and your team to, 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 to build around uh, Sam Darnold. And here's a $5 super chat from DS. Who's I've never seen you before DS. So uh, thank you for the $5 and thank you for, for uh, stopping by. And I hope that you become a regular anyway. DS says, what is more likely a running back drafted in the first run or an O-line drafted in the first which could help the running game the most. Thanks guys. Keep it up. So what do you think, Dave? And thank you for the $5 again. Uh,
3: there's, there's a lot of different philosophies here and there's, I can spill out a lot of things to you. Real, real, you know, I could talk about this for an hour versus mm-hmm. O line versus running back in the first round. I think you're probably faced with those positions where they think, but as I, I talked about on my, um, stat geek podcast which for those of you who listen to this an audio platform may have already caught that because it's audio only um it came out on thursday is that the steelers draft tons of defensive players in the first round under mike tomlin it's right. it's 10 to 3 so i still wouldn't be shocked if they went defense just because it's what they do not that i think right. that they should but offensive line running back seems to be there couple of things don't get caught up in, oh, well, that was the fifth best tackle versus the top running back. Where they rank in their position group doesn't matter. It's where they rank overall. It really is going to depend on how how everything falls out. And some people might be like, oh, the Steelers are going to pass on this running back in the first round because they took this player. It might have been because they liked another running back better right. that they know was going to be available later. We, you know, right. The same thing happened. I said it before. I think I'm at it. I don't know if it's on the preview or if I said on Scobro show with Juju Smith-Schuster that people are like, "Why are the Steelers taking running back in the second round? We need a corner." Well, they took they they took Cam Sutton in the third round, and I know he hasn't been a regular starter. Um, he's a sub package guy, but he's probably the best corner they've drafted in a long time, if you think yeah. about it. Right. So right. they knew the guy they wanted and where they could get him, and that's why you take the other best player then. But if I had to choose. Numbers wise, I would go offensive lineman because if you, you know, draft that, I don't, I don't know that there's a center that right now it things could change between now and the draft that, that would be worthy of taking at number 24. But if you got a real stud offensive lineman, you're talking about someone you're probably keeping for 10 years right. versus a running back you might only have for five. So that's why the running back position is being devalued in the draft as much as it is, mainly because they're not there with the longevity. And I know that doesn't help you in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two, and that's what you should, you that that what should matter. But that's also something that I have in my mind, and that's why I think other teams don't jump as much on running backs, and you can still get a good one um, later on.
2: Yeah, I think you can, get, you can get your 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 first round running back in the second round. I think that's where where most of the good ones wind up now. I, I think it's just such a uh, it, there's some such a bigger priority on. Uh, I remember one scout saying a number of years ago when, when Bell was hang, was holding out. You, you paid a quarterback, you paid a guy that rushes the quarterback. You, you paid a receiver. You paid a guy that covers them, You know, and you paid the the left tackle that that, that protects his bron- uh-huh. or the right tackle that, uh, protects his blind side. Running backs are, are 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 down the list, and you you can. Uh, I think if you rebuild your offensive line that that goes a long way in taking care of the running the running game And I think I think the, the way to go in my opinion is is you go o-line And if if the guy if the, the right players there you go o-line first and You can still get the the running back in the second round. That's just I, I think that's the way to go And it, it's not a sexy pick Uh alan fanica nobody was excited about him, but he's a hall of famer now Yeah, Mar- Mar- marquis pouncy people were saying yeah. get does bryant get does bryant Well one's going into hall of fame likely and the other one I like this Bryant, but he's not going to the Hall of Fame. So I think you're, yeah. you're, you're. It's not. It doesn't give you that 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 rush on draft day to draft an offensive lineman. But it's it's such a, you know, Alan Fanica was the one who who made the, the key block in the Super Bowl and for Willie Parker. So you know, there you go. It, I'll it, always it, remember it, that play. My dad yeah.
3: called that play right before it happened. Actually, yeah. he called it about five minutes before the second half started. Um, <laughs> but my my question to you is. I see a lot of people that feel very strongly one way or the other how the Steelers should should do it. We see it in our live chats, we see it in the comments in our articles, we see it on social media. Are you even if I say that I would, if I had to pick, I would pick offensive linemen, Are you that set on it? Are you kind of trust that the Steelers know what they're doing and that if they take a different position to start, or, you know that what they that, that they have a plan for what they're going to do later.
2: No, no, especially whether at 24, I'm, I'm not set at any position really. Yeah. Uh, Cause you just never know who's going to be there, but it's like you said before, don't, don't focus on, you know, Oh, you're taking the fifth best lineman when you have the second best uh, running back available. Yeah. You know, I think if, 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 if there's all the good linemen are gone, then no, I'm not definitely, you, you, you have to go with the, uh, the, the, uh, the better value as, as long as it fits an, if it fits a need, you know, like if it's a running back, if it's the, if all the linemen are gone and there's a really good running back there, it's too hard to pass up. Then maybe I, I, I pulled the trigger there. But, but I think when when, when people uh, look at look at these, these these at the end of the first round, especially they they always, they, they start get wrapped up in, in the value side of it. But if the Steelers feel like they have their guy in uh, as an offensive tackle, probably, and he happens to be the fifth or sixth uh, highest uh, guy on the board, like ranked in, at the position. I don't freak out if they take him because mm-hmm. uh, if he, as long as he's, he's he's graded out at the end of the first round and, and he's he's somebody that they like, I think that, that's that's that that's okay. I just I I don't I don't I'm not I'm not in any one position. It's just a matter of when when their time comes at, at 24 is that guy a, a first round worthy pick? That's all. That's the only thing that, that, that I yeah. question.
3: And I think that's going to be a lot harder to judge this year without the combine. Right, that, right. That that you're gonna see players I, I said this on another show. I I can't remember what shows I say stuff on, but you're gonna see guys that people think are really high, not go as high, and people right. think that 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 um other people think aren't I mean it could just be because you know the Steelers might be at a pro day or you know, or these however they're working these things, I'm not exactly sure. Um right. and maybe they're getting a feel of another team that really likes someone. And then they're like, "Well, oh, we'd like to get him in the third round, but this team, but this team picks picks before us. So, right, if we yeah. don't have anyone else we're absolutely in love with in the second round, and this is the guy we really want, we better take him here. See, that's right. kind of almost that's that's to me that was the De- Deontay Johnson that situation, mm-hmm. you know." Some people felt that they could, like, I was like, they needed to take him here, but they took him there because he was not going to be available when they had a pick, like what, it was like 12 picks later or something, he probably wasn't Mm -hmm. going to be there. Right, yeah. So there's a lot that goes into it, and I've said it over and over again, I don't fall in in love with any player in the NFL draft until they're announced as a a Pittsburgh Steeler. There's guys that I like and I like to see there. But I'm I'm never going to really fall in love with them until their until their their name is called, um, and I know they're wearing black and gold.
2: Yeah, exactly. And 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 I usually don't like uh, as long as long as it's not a major reach, and and it, and it, it, it I, I hate to say fill a need because everybody else says fill a need because you you don't really know if you're filling a need. Mm-hmm. But as long as it's, it's it's not a major reach and it addresses a need at at, a, at one of many positions, then then I'm fine with it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think that 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 I. I I don't I don't follow the draft as closely as as other people do so I don't I don't get enamored with 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 with, with particular players but I, I I do know what positions need to be addressed and 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 as long as they're doing that and it's a guy that's not a reach you know like throw he's turning out to be a pretty decent player but he really yeah. threw everybody for a loop when, they, when 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 they drafted him so
3: if he wasn't a first round draft pick people even if he was a second round draft pick I think Steelers Nation would love oh. him so much more oh, so, absolutely. cuz and I mean, and, and it's so funny because the people that still are really down on, oh, he's terrible. I'm like, I don't think you watched and what he was right. doing
2: in, in 2020 because. Right. I mean, he's, he's turned into a solid player. Yeah. Yes, yeah. he has. I mean,
3: I I don't know that he's still fits where he was picked, if you know what right. I mean. But, right. yeah. you know, and, and that's how we I, I, I remember doing this article. Oh, my. it was a while ago where I where I flipped out players in the same draft. And how people would look at them differently if they were drafted here rather oh, than there. And that's right. always a lot of fun. But yeah. um I'm I'm kind of like I don't follow college football, I follow some prospects, um and, and everything. I just I really I might be high on someone, but when the Steelers when the Steelers take them, that's when I'm like they've got to be good because that's how I trust the Steel. I mean, look at last year's draft class. Oh, my gosh. First time ever, first time ever, every single one of their draft picks made the team and appeared for a game with the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Right, yeah, and and, 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 and they were so many of them were, at least a few of them were were were, were critical contributors. Yeah. Obviously, Chase Claypool and Kevin Dotson, maybe more than anybody, and yeah. Alex Highsmith at the end of the and year. I mean, so.
3: and they, they all did it in their first year, too. I mean, the Steelers haven't even had a draft before where – a lot of the guys played, a couple of them ended up with the practice squad and then made their way up to play some games later. No, right. they've never had a draft where every player ended up playing a game for the Steelers. This was that's the amazing. first one. Uh, that's that's why I think they did. I mean, and with everything going on and without the pro days and everything mm-hmm. and, uh, and, the, and the weird, you know, um, training camp and you couldn't have rookie mini camp and stuff. It's yep. it's it's pretty impressive. And,
2: so, and that's the kind of thing that that's that could you know people think that they're gonna you know you know fall off the cliff because of you know once Ben leaves, but that that's the kind of draft that might that might uh, keep them a contender as long as they can find the right quarterback. You know, dare I mention the nineteen seventy five Dallas Cowboys? But they were pretty much their their ten year run of a Super Bowl team was pretty much coming to an end. They missed the playoffs in seventy four. But the, all 12 of their draft picks made their team in 75, and that gave them another 10 years where they were a major con- contributor. So, you know, you look at that 08. Was they 08, must have got 09. all the
3: good players that should have been on the Steelers because they're 75 drafts oh, yeah. after that, yeah, that amazing 74.
2: <laughs> their their first-round pick, Dave Brown, uh, Steelers' mm-hmm. first-round They let him go in the expansion draft a year later, and he went to the Seahawks, mm-hmm. and he had a great career for them. So, I mean, you know. Uh, but you look at the Steelers 08 draft and how nothing happened and their own nine draft wasn't much better. And you look at how they struggled after that Super Bowl 45 year. Those 12 2012 and 2013 rosters were so depleted because that's when those draft classes should have been in their prime. And they were all but I think Ryan Mundy was the yeah. last one left and he was gone by 2013. So I've know. been
3: doing that series. It's on of articles on Thursdays reliving. Yeah whatever happened to the players from, from different drafts. I started with 04, been working my way up. This past week was 2010. So if you haven't checked that out, they're there. You can find out what happened to every draft pick the Steelers have had so far. We'll work all the stuff. way up to 2020 by the time the draft gets here. Tony, I got to ask you one last question. I don't get to come on and ask you questions. Okay. you usually the ones just doing this stuff, and I, I know we're about out of time. but Because this is something my, my brother and I ask each other. How much do you think the Steelers' team needs are going to change in the next four weeks, meaning with free agency?
2: Oh uh, gosh, that's a good question because, you know, like Brian and I talked about on on uh, a recent hangover. If they find the right uh, a running back, for example, if, if they can sign like a guy like a Marlin Mack or somebody like that, somebody that's not going to be too expensive. What well, there's your there's maybe your 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 running back for 2020, the, mm-hmm. the guy that can compete for a starting job. Uh, if you find the right uh, lineman, which is going to be harder to do, I think you're you're not like the, the the the. I mean, look you look at the guys like like Calvin Beecham and um and, and and Chris Hubbard. The the, the deals that they signed uh, as left tackles, you're not going to. They're probably not going to want to shell off that kind of money. So it could change. It, it could change a, a lot, but it, it all depends on 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 what position they go after. If they go after, if they go after no lineman, then I think that 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 changes Mm -hmm. everything, but I I don't
3: DJ Finney's back in the mix,
2: right? Yeah. I mean, if they can get somebody like him as a, uh, as maybe a, a stopgap center, I think, you know,
3: or depth piece.
2: Yeah. Or a depth piece. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, and it all depends on who they like, some of their own stars that they retain, like Cam Sutton, are they going to be able to retain him? Or did he, did he put himself on the map so much that he's going to be, almost as expensive as Mike Hilton because it's all about timing with free agency. And maybe you have to retain a guy like a Sean Davis to be your slot corner for, for 2021. You you just never know. So I I mean, obviously I think I I I didn't mean
3: to cringe, but I did. So yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, he's, he has experience at that, but, but not a lot of experience, but I think it it, it could change a lot. I mean, we saw last year they, they signed was They signed Eric Ebron and that, that changed how they,
3: Tight end yeah, went yeah. from the top
2: to the bottom on
3: that list, right? So. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, I mean, if you can get one guy, one, one guy from one of those positions, a big, uh, a, not a big, big free agent, but a, 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 a you know, like kind of like a Mike Mitchell, Ebron, Ladaria Screen kind of free agent, then that that changes things a lot. Uh, and here's just me, and, and then I'll, and then I'll, I'll, I'll bid you all adieu and I'll, I'll say good night. And this, and she tonight donates two dollars and asks, and here I screwed it up again. No, oh, you had it. He Do we? <laughs> Do we sign Finney back? I think it's possible. It's possible. I mean, yeah. he's obviously has a history with them and, and they can, like as you said, they can use him for, well, for, for depth, if nothing else. So here, here's, here's
3: how I look at it with Finney. You don't not make that call. If you know what I mean, you at right. least look into it because, um, that's just what's going on. Um, Maybe, maybe he's getting offers from other places. I mean, he didn't play a single offensive snap last year. Right. So I know some people are like, well, he's very, he's familiar with Pittsburgh, but you're, I mean, look, it's all, it's new offensive line coaches, right. um, new offensive coordinator, but at least he has some, I mean, he snapped the ball to Ben Roethlisberger before. So um, whether it would be center guard, to me, it would be like another Wisniewski deal, someone who could, you know, to kind of fill that role that he was supposed to have. Um, I'm not opposed to it at all. Um, If he gets, if you think he's even, if they're even thinking about giving him half as much as he was given to go to Seattle, which was two years, 8 million, that I'm not going to be happy with it, but right, um, yeah. well, maybe half as much, but not more than half as much, maybe um, half half and a half. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe, you know, league, I mean, league minimum would be great, but you know, or if it's a little bit more, but right. not a lot.
2: Yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I think he'd be, he'd be great to bring back, but it has to be at the right price. So yes. having said all that, I think it was, it was a fantastic show. I mean, it was great talking to you, Dave. It was fantastic. Yeah interview with robert golden i thank him for being here i thank everybody out there for all the, the donations and the great questions and comments and you guys are awesome and and uh and uh on that note i i, I will bid you all adieu and and talk to you on monday with, with uh, brian on the hangover and uh until then have a great weekend and, and uh, go Steelers. have a good night everybody
0: okay round two name something that's not boring